This week on the BAMFcast, we pray for death and great googly moogly were our prayers answered. One star, we're throwing. All right, and welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, hey BAMFcast. Episode 155. Brought to you by the number 155. Mm-hmm. And by listeners like you. Aw. So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every ninja-tastic episode of the <laughs> BAMFcast is... Ninja. We watch a quote-unquote bad movie, and then we come in here and we talk about it for about 30 to 45 minutes, and then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray! Hell yeah. And the bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. No. Boo. Boo. I don't think we have to worry about those this week. Because uh, we, we decided to go a little random. It's on Netflix, so if you have that, you can watch it. Yeah. It's 1985's Pray for Death. Hooray! Shokazugi. Yay! Pray for Death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure some people have already had their hissy fit and gone, this isn't a bad movie, you sons of bitches. Get over it. Yeah. I'd agree with them. Yeah. It's... It's it's a somewhat it's a badass movie. Yeah. It's a somewhat, right? somewhat you are at right. times poorly made movie, which I think qualifies. There's some it's t- a, technical issues. It's a B movie. Yes, it's great. Right. Yeah. But plot summary as we usually do, and then we can talk more about this movie. All right then. A Japanese man and his family move to America to start a new life, but they find themselves the target of an American gangster who believes the family has in their possession a stolen necklace worth a fortune. One thing leads to another, and a final showdown seems inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> that is a gross oversimplification <laughs> of one thing leading to another. Uh-huh. That's why I that's why I like that. <laughs> one summary. thing leads to another. <laughs> yeah, it's like one thing <laughs> then another. It's gonna ninja. They're gonna ninja 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 ninja. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. this one thing that leads to another uh-huh. is... A ninja, 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 we, We've ninja. talked in the past about revenge movies. Yes. And, 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 oh. and the bad things that the, the bad guys have to do in order to deserve the great dealing of death that yeah. happens towards the end of the movie. Right. Yep. This may top them all. I mean, I still think, just on sheer decadence alone, the dragging of the coffin in the Busey movie, yeah. Eye, of the, Eye of the Tiger, still probably mm-hmm. takes the cake for single, just most audacious act. That is the single yeah. worst act ever. Yeah. As in, like, <laughs> completely picking a fight with the wrong sure. dude. Yeah. yeah. But rubbing salt in the wound mm-hmm. at the worst possible time. But these guys come pretty close, and they do a lot more of it. They are given chances to get out of it, yeah. and their reaction is, maybe I should kill another one of his family members. <laughs> right. Sure. Because this movie starts and they're in Japan and it's kind of a series of flashbacks going, hey, uh, uh, you know, Shokazuki plays Akira Saito Mm -hmm. and he is a ninja, but now he's a businessman. He's a retired ninja. Retired ninja. He's a man of peace. He's done killing. Yeah. And and he's doing the whole, oh, you know, in a a couple of years, I'm going to get a big promotion after so-and-so retires. I'll get his job or, Mm -hmm. you know, move up in the ladder and... Maybe, you know, what, what would you think about me starting my own business and blah, blah, blah. And then he has like a few flashbacks about his brother apparently broke into their ninja dojo at some point in time and was trying to steal some jewels. Yes. Fight happens and brother gets killed and he blames himself for it. And then there's like this other weird thing where I guess when they're getting ready to leave, he goes back there to to say bye to his father, who's like the, wizard. I don't know, the yes, the head wizard of, <laughs> of the ninja clan. <laughs> yes. And yeah, uh, he's your traditional gray, long haired. Yes. Mm-hmm. Giant Fu Manchu beard mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, and he basically goes, you know, you've got to let go of your 
things in the past. In but the past, not, your your brother chose his path, and it's but not, not before fault. fighting him. Sure, sure, they have to fight. Well, because you know that's Sikh how they say goodbye in Japan. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> they fight with yeah. lots of backflips. Yes, yeah. there is no word for goodbye. No. in ninja. It no, it translates fight. into fight. Yes. So, so they you know they have their little goodbye, and then next thing you know, they're in America. And their plan was, I, I don't know, it was never very clearly established how they knew this person, but they were sent a letter from Mr. Green, and mm-hmm. he basically said, I have this great investment potential, you buy this place, you can fix it up, you'll have a business, it'll be a great legacy, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they get there and... It'll be only $100,000, it's a steal. <laughs> right. Come on, come to yes. America. <laughs> I am a Nigerian prince, and I have this place in America for only $5,000. But yeah, it, it's a little unclear as to how they know this person maybe he was a friend of the, her uh, her father his his wife is japanese american i guess her, i guess yeah. her, her father was an american because, yeah well because they go to his grave when yeah, he gets it's like to the, the us f- and it's thing. like general yeah general ted american right you know and yeah and she's crying and yeah 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 and they never establish like who her mother is or anything but right but she definitely speaks english well yeah whereas he she does. does not yeah and the kids kind of do, but yeah, not. I forgot to mention, like, the very, very opening scene of this movie is a straight-up ninja fight. Just, like, this crazy ninja fight. There's a guy in, like, a, a ninja outfit with a devil mask and mm-hmm. all this like, stuff. And it, and it ends up... And like, a couple dozen gray ninjas that come right. after the main ninja dude. Right. But then it, like, pans black. back and, it, and it's his kids watching this on TV. And that's a weird little nod to, eh. like... Because it's weird. Cause it's it, a good way to get an action scene in the beginning sure, of your movie. It's an action scene. Yeah. That's... The, the first half hour is just, just like why he the same reason he fights his brother and then he fights the, sure. yeah. his father. But it's I mean, just, it, it basically just establishes the kids are a little bit obsessed with ninjas and they're like, oh, you know, they're, they're playing ninja like, you know, mm-hmm. American kids would play cowboy or whatever. Right. And they're like, do ninjas still exist? Dad, 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 ninjas, yeah. dad. Well, they also show that the two kids, the uh, younger brother sucks at fighting mm-hmm. because the worst karate teacher on the planet. Oh, yeah. Picks <laughs> up like the biggest kid who's a black belt. And then just ask for challengers. And so this little kid wait, raises his hand, white belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's also like out. half his age. Yeah. And the kid just breaks him, you know, just, you know, wrecks kicks him. him in the gut, wrecks yeah. him. He's about to like pound his face in before the the teacher stops him. And then the other brother, you know, after they ask for more volunteers, all the other kids stare at the ground. And the other brother raises his hand and stands up. And he's a red belt, mm-hmm. which apparently is better than a black belt. I didn't know anything yeah, about any of this. I don't but, think they're going for authenticity in this. But yeah. It's just color. But either way, the, he's still way shorter than this big dude that had beat the crap out of his brother. And then he proceeds to beat the crap out of him. You know, using a lot of... Uh, it's almost like judo type stuff where it's like mm-hmm. using that guy's momentum against him. Right. That sort of stuff. But that kind of establishes that, hey, this kid knows some karate and he can kick you in the nuts <laughs> if, right. you know, if you threaten and him. also that kind of the whole thing protecting little brother aspect that shows mm. up later in the movie yeah. too so. so they get some foreshadowing in the yeah a little bit yeah i mean the, the whole uh, sequences in japan they, they go on for i mean it's a good 20 minutes or so maybe 30 it's, it's a while it's they're the in good japan. first third of well, the it's, movie it's the yeah. whole first act yeah. basically i mean because they cram those three action scenes in there right yeah i just mm-hmm. felt like i mean i kind of jumped over and i was like oh you know what yeah. i think about it. there was a lot but, going on and but they get to america and they are in the slums like we oh, didn't even Houston. know what city that. Yeah, it turns out they were in <laughs> in Houston. Okay, it was an indeterminate city. I mean, as shitty as it looked, I thought for sure it was Detroit in the eighties. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it looked. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they they do the typical. Well, first they go to the gravesite, and you know, we get that little sort of backstory. Then they go see Mister Green, and he shows them the old restaurant bar place. Yeah, but outside of it is like every 
ghetto stereotype you can imagine. There's the wino on the corner. There's the tough guys with the boombox and listening to soft jazz. Sweet jazz. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that was, that was weird. Jazz. It was like yeah, as I said, they were like you know, some they were oh Kenny clarinet action. Yeah. 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 Guy bumps okay, into him and wants to pick a yes. fight. <laughs> and, and he has to stifle his ninja instincts. Well, yeah, well, he remembers what his father has told him. Right. Back to the shadows. Yeah, with but, him. Yeah. yeah, there's graffiti everywhere. You know, it's just, it's like, hey, look, welcome to the ghetto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the building they buy is just a shithole. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's big, but it's in a shithole neighborhood and it's yeah. all run down. But And then the old guy, you know, he says, oh, there's a basement down there, but we never go, I never go down there. There's only bad memories, memories down yeah. there. And the kids, of course, are like, I want to go. I want to see what's in the basement. Show us the bad memories. Yeah, cause, cause doesn't he say, like, people died down there or something like that? No, and the he's kids just, like, yeah. It was basically, the thing was, like, this place obviously looked like a bar. I mean, right. that's all it was. And yeah. then there was this other sort of side room that his, his Mr. Green's ex, you know, now dead wife, right. Min- Minnie, Minnie, had started a cigar store in there. And mm-hmm. he just padlocked it after she died. And was nothing Never gone back memories. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the kids are immediately like, I want to go in. Mm-hmm. And so I want to dredge up your bad memories, old man. <laughs> so Shokasugi just sort of like punches the door open. Yeah. Because he's like, well, it's padlocked. I don't have the keys. Like, well, I will kick the door open and just sort May of just, I, uh, punch your door open. <laughs> it's your door now, sir. You bought it. Okay. <laughs> you break it, you buy it. Yeah. And the kids are all like, whoa. And they step in the room for like half a second and go, this room sucks and run out. <laughs> and then. Like the film goes into the room and the room's totally cool. There's all this cool stuff in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's ancient cigars yeah. and a big cigar store Indian. Sure. And a cigar I was a kid. Store. I totally would have checked yeah, that out. Yeah, they got the old banker's lamp and a hat rack with some sweet hats on it that were <laughs> covered in cobwebs. Yeah. Sure. They had a, a, if I was a kid, I, or when I was a kid, I would have loved to have played with the giant old timey cash register. Yeah. It makes noise. <laughs> yes, it has it buttons. Does. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah but oh, well, like an old timey pinball table. Back in 85. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as kids today when I was three. Yeah. But basically, the, the plot of the movie revolves around the fact that this old guy hasn't gone in this room in years. Right. Because he's been, I, I guess, running that bar. It doesn't look like it. I think he's just been living I, in the he apartment. He lives in the apartment. Yeah. yeah. There's an apartment above the, the bar restaurant. They eventually turn it into a Japanese restaurant. Right. But he's just oh. been living up there, you know, and... It cuts to these two dirty cops uh, have, you know, the outside lock that faces the street was padlocked. And he's like, I don't remember putting a lock on there. But he's like, oh, well. Oh, well, man. <laughs> Whatever. Old age, I'm old. <laughs> so, but it turns out these cops had padlocked it because they'd been going in there and using this as like a storeroom for a drop, basically. Drugs and whatever else. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But in this case, it was a box of laundry detergent with a diamond necklace in it. Yes. And so one cop walks in there, puts it under this mat that is literally an X. Like X marks the spot, like Matt that's laying on top of it. Yes. Takes up these two floorboards, puts the thing in there, covers it all up, starts to walk out, and then goes, hmm, walks back, takes it all out, and takes the necklace and puts it in his pocket and walks yeah. walks out. So that basically becomes, then the criminals come to pick up the necklace from the dirty cops. It's not there. Right. And their first assumption is, guy that owns this place found it and is now leaving because they see because they Green. see him is all the shiz packed up and yeah. he's driving mm-hmm. away and they're like, they're like that son of a bitch found the necklace yeah he's, he's gonna, gonna live the high life now with our necklace let's go get him and as as we've joked before you know the the, the line from anchorman it, it it escalates rather quickly because oh, yes because he kind of goes maybe he took it <laughs> to which becomes that guy has our necklace <laughs> because they follow him Kind of like he stops at a stoplight and one guy carjacks him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, follow me. They go out to the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and 
They rip him out of the car, start asking him about the necklace, start beating the shit out of him, like, right away. Oh, oh, yeah. Burn. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, necklace? What the hell are you talking about? What necklace? I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And they proceed to basically tie him to the car, knock him out even more, and then beat start... Beat him with a crowbar. Yeah, beat him with a crowbar, and then start dousing the car and him with gasoline. Yes. But to make this clear, they go, do you have the necklace? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, boss, he's got all these boxes in here. <laughs> we don't have time to search those. No. And that cut to guy immediately pouring the gasoline all over the car. Yeah. 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 So which, which the guy really has, escalates quickly. So the yeah. whole thing is about getting this necklace back, but they can't even take the time to look for it, to check the boxes, to see if it's in there. No, nope. no. They just light the car on fire with the guy laying on the roof of it. Yeah. I would like to remind you not to carry a can of gasoline in your family truckster. Well, this holiday season, <laughs> these, guys, <laughs> these guys might have brought it with them. No, I mean, he, he, oh, pulled he pulled it out, out of, the, of back? Okay. the back of the family truckster. Yeah, okay. Well, he had a long journey. Sure. <laughs> ahead of him. Feel like stopping. He'd been stockpiling gas yeah. or something. He was going yeah. to Atlantic City. Oh. Prepper. Yeah. <laughs> that poor guy, man. That was it. Like, he was starting his retirement. That was literally the first hour of his retirement. Yeah. Who retires to Atlantic City? Old people. Care. Old people no. that love to gamble. I guess. Yeah. Dude a, just sold his shitty restaurant. Just, just <laughs> moving to Atlantic City is a gamble. You don't have to go there and gamble. No. Ugh. Might as well move to Reno. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's just as bad. Anyway, <laughs> so yes, they burn anyway, this old guy alive. Yeah. I mean, and, and they, his car explodes. Oh yeah, with furious anger. Yeah. I mean, that thing explodes three different times. It was or, like a hydrogen car. Yes, it, mm-hmm. it explodes. I mean, they basically have pulled into this old warehouse. The flames hit the top of this warehouse, which is like two or three stories tall. I mean, it's a good explosion. They fucking set this car on and fire. I do appreciate that they actually bother to put some sort of mannequin dummy there. Oh like yeah, across the hood. Yeah, yeah. Across, yeah. Oh yeah, they do that several times. Yeah, there's there's several instances of here's the person you just I'm saw saying a lot burning. of movies you see that it's like car explodes and there's no yeah. remains of person that was supposed to be in the car. Oh, it's the attention to detail. This yes. movie just pushes it. So yeah, so edge. now they've they've murdered this. They had burned this old guy alive and blown him up. Yeah. And they sort of go back to their boss and is like, well, maybe he didn't have it. Yeah, of course, Sato <laughs> no, knows nothing about this. Like, I mean, he doesn't know that they've killed this guy because as far nope. as they were done, their transaction was done and he was on the road. Yep. By route of our life. <laughs> and so then they're like, well, maybe this guy didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And then they start <laughs> wondering if maybe, you know, Sato and his family have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they start kind of messing with them. Right. I mean, or. Do they just immediately go to like trying to kidnap the kids? Is that their first plan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They get the kids right up to the corner grocery store to get milk right. after their first sale in the Japanese restaurant. Yes. One dollar eighty nine cents. The mm-hmm. the local punk tough kids are all like, "Hey, look, Asian kids with a bike, get them!" And so yeah, they, they're picking they on the, sweet uh, bike. They're picking on the younger brother right, who can't yeah. fight. Yeah. And so the older brother's like, "Hi ya!" and starts kicking all their asses. <laughs> <laughs> Like hi ya, yeah. It's like just literally like kicks one fat kid just in the butt. Uh-huh. Just get out of here, fat kid. Kick. He 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 literally put boots to asses. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, bad guy just appears from out <laughs> behind a corner, just like hey kids. Yeah, he actually, he actually <laughs> says something menacing, like hey sonny. Yeah, and like grabs the younger brother who is now sidelined to his older brother kicking everybody's ass. Right, and, yeah. and throws but, him in the car. But that isn't the worst part no. of the scene. No, it's not. No, no. <laughs> The other brother notices, yeah. hey, this creepy guy is stealing my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Runs over to the car. Bad dude immediately punches this kid square in the face. Mm-hmm. That's kind not enough. Awesome. Yeah, no. that's not enough. No. Immediately jacks the car door into the kid as he's falling down, hitting yes. him in the face again with a car door. 
and then he, they take off. Yeah, yeah. We saw how badass that kid was. Yeah. The kid was kicking ass. <laughs> he knew he couldn't... Didn't even stop he couldn't to take risk names. that kid coming after him. Yeah. He's a grown-ass man. Well... Punches a 10-year-old in the face and then hits him with a car door. Yep. This movie needs us to hate Double this man. Double tap. <laughs> 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 it's true. Yeah. Bop, bop. Yeah, so, of course, Bloody Nose Kid immediately runs home <laughs> with his face all bloody and... Mom, Dad, they stole little brother. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like immediately the bad guys call. Mm-hmm. Let me speak to Mister Asian guy, Saito. <laughs> Saito, <laughs> right? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We, meet me here. We uh, got your kid. Bring the necklace. And yeah, meet us here. And so he goes to Durkin Warehouse area. Yeah, he investigates downstairs first, right? Mm-hmm. And finds oh, yeah. the one nail that the guy tore his jacket on. Oh, he just goes into full blown detective mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's able to retrace the entire. Well, he's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Ba- he is yeah. Japanese Batman. Yeah, he pretty much is. Because like he finds the fibers that the cop like accidentally ripped his jacket on a nail, mm-hmm. and like immediately retraces the dude's steps and finds the stash, and it's like, oh. well, no one bothering to cover up this hole. I mean, it's no, sitting there open. Yeah. the stash. Well, they were so ticked that the yeah. necklace wasn't there the first time that they just yeah, stormed out. Right. So. Yeah. And nobody goes down there. Yeah. So, but it's he, only bad memories. <laughs> he he very calmly goes to this warehouse to get his kid, mm-hmm. and they walk. You know, he walks in. They immediately frisk him, and then he's like, arms up. And they chain him to the ceiling. Yeah. You know, both arms up. And they're talking to him. And and don't even really, again, don't even really waste time asking questions. I mean, it's immediately like, where's our necklace? And he's like, ne- what necklace? Well, uh, he's like, I don't have it, but I know who does. Yeah. Okay, tell me. He's like, right? And yeah. He said he's, he wears a gray jacket. He's left-handed and something else. Yeah. Right. And, and like, he's like, don't ha, fuck with ha, me. Ha, ha. Yeah. yeah, it's time to rip open the shirt, and he starts messing with him. And well, like, no, first he hits him across the chest with a oh, board. Two by four, and he doesn't yep. even flinch. And the flinch. board shatters. And he doesn't even flinch. He just stares at him, and dude's mm-hmm. like, hmm, all right, well, time to bust out a knife and rip his, ja- his shirt open and cut him across the chest. Barely flinches. I yeah. mean, he's kind of like, he's grating through pain. He's stifling yeah. the... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then he goes to the blowtorch, and he's like, he takes it over to his face like he's going to burn him even further, and then he's like, I'm going to roast your kid like a marshmallow or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Now, he goes, he's, he's going to blowtorch the kid, and and this is not happening at all, because, like, he, nope. lets it, he lets it sit there for a second, like, you know, building suspense and everything, and then he pulls this move where he pulls his legs up, yep. kicks the one light that's been hanging down over, you mm-hmm. know, right next to him, Yep. and then cuts over to the bad guys for half a second. As they're going, what? And then it cuts back to just two empty chains <laughs> dangling there with no Saito. Yeah. Yep. They're like, what the hell? And then, like, it kind of immediately goes to him running out of the building with kid in tow. Yep. Like, yeah, know, basically just yeah. ninja got the fuck out of there as fast as humanly possible. It's really ninja amazing what he was able to do in half a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He Batmans the kid out of there. Yep. And, and this is he just is Batman. This is all just about this is escape. Like, not, not time to fight. Nope. Just get nope. my kid out of here. Get him home. Yeah. Run. And now his next direction, his his next direction is like to to the wife and kids. Stay inside. I'm gonna go talk to the cops. Don't you know, lock the doors. Don't go outside. Nothing. That's all I got to do. So don't go outside. Yeah. So he goes to the cops, and the cops are like, Ah, we we know this guy that's after you, and we know he's dirty, and blah blah blah. But no, no, no. He's not just dirty. He's the most dangerous just man in the state. state. Yes. Which, being that this is Texas, that's a yeah. big state with a yeah. lot of people. Mm-hmm. But they won't do anything, basically, because they don't have an, him actually pulling a crime. Sure, no proof. Well, and they said no one will ever testify against him because they're all too scared. Right. And he's like, I will. Mm-hmm. You know, and meanwhile, the two crooked cops are standing behind right. him. Or like, mm. They're going to be put on the case. Mm-hmm. Right. But so all this happens, and he kind of gets that idea that the cops aren't really going to help. 
sort of, maybe, possibly. Well, he immediately fingers the one dude who's like, yeah, you oh. are left-handed. And yeah. he's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. So the only other left-handed guy in, in Houston. <laughs> meanwhile, back home, the kids are playing <laughs> soccer indoors. Sort of. Badly. They're playing some kind of thing. Like, they're just throwing they're, a soccer they're ball. They're messing with a soccer yeah. ball inside, yeah. and eventually it goes out the window. Mm-hmm. So younger brother, being not too intelligent in right. this movie, <laughs> runs out of out you know after the ball without looking both ways. First off, first mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, mother sees this, goes running out after him, grabs him, the bad guys have stationed two goons <laughs> to watch the place that if they should come outside. Right. I don't know if their instruction was this, but it never was implicitly said that their instruction was to run them over. But they sure thought it was yeah. because as soon as they saw him, it was like, well, floor it. Yeah. Yep. Kid and mom are in the middle of the road and they hit them with a truck. Yes. And they fling over the hood of the truck and are laying there. Oh, no. They hit him with just a car because oh, they swapped the car, the car that's, out. That's for right. The truck it was a car later, first. Yeah. Yeah. Then they drive down the road. The bad guy's like, well, go check it out. And they get it, you know, send them into a uh, pickup truck. Right. Meanwhile, Saito has now come home just in time for his wife and kid to be hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, does the whole call an ambulance thing, looks over into the crowd and sees the two guys in the now in the pickup truck watching it. And I don't know exactly how he recognized them. Did he actually see them get hit? No. No, he just saw them looking suspiciously and was like, is that all? No, because he pulled up to the intersection shortly, like right after they got hit. Not soon enough to ID those guys. Uh, This is Saito we're talking about. He's he's Batman. This is a little bit of the movie of Assumption. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, those guys are just sitting in a car. Staring creepily. Get them. So he's (laughs) basically like, he yells to the ambulance guy, like, I'll see you at the hospital. Oh, no, he doesn't yell. He's like right in the dude's face. He's yeah. like, I'll see you at the hospital. <laughs> jumps in his little, sh- jumps in his little shitty Honda and takes after takes off after this pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Hey, that Civic was a fine piece of automobile. <laughs> Baby, I had sure. to crash that Honda. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm trying to remember. He catches up to the truck. They, yeah, they, they he catches up with them in well, the they, middle of nowhere. Well, yes. they whip through this subdivision, and then all of a sudden, they're just in no man's land right. of mm-hmm. like... One of those streets that they build for a subdivision, but they haven't built the subdivision yet. Yeah, that's where they are. Yeah, or it looks like like a brand new interstate or something. It's it's just weird. It's like it's a bunch of highway with nothing on. Yeah. it. Yeah. So he, they both sort of like near miss each other and skid out of control a little bit, and his car stalls out, and he gets out and runs after the truck, which gets restarted and starts taking off, and he jumps into the back of it, mm-hmm. and. Kicks through the back window. Yes, kicks, just, through, <laughs> kicks the one guy in the back of the head. Pulls the passenger the out and is just fighting with him in the back of the truck for a while. Mm-hmm. In the back of the moving truck. Yes. Awesome. The driver pulls out a gun and is trying to shoot at them. Hits his buddy, basically, because mm-hmm. he uses him for a <laughs> bullet shield. Throws him out of the way. Uh, then there's just sort of what? like this weird misdirection where he just does a backflip he just off like, the well, truck. See ya. <laughs> he, he sees that the truck is now because the guy's not paying attention where he's going. Right. is about to go off the road. Okay. And so he, yeah, he, this guy loves to flip. Oh, there are like yes. tons of many different kinds he's of always flips. backflipping. Yes. Yeah. So he backflips off this moving truck mm-hmm. and then the guy turns around and does the, ah, just as he's hitting like three part cars and explosion. All Ka- three cars boom. just give you what you want. Yeah. That like <laughs> ding. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. So this guy's well, house, it, and it's again, got everything, including a charred corpse yes. in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, the second burned body of the movie. Yep, yep. So yeah, now this is this has happened, and now uh-huh. he goes to the hospital, and you know the cops are there, and he's like, "I don't even want to talk to you. How could you let this happen? Right? I told you who the bad guy was. You didn't do anything. So mm-hmm. wife's in the hospital. She's kind of 
dinged up. She's not real bad. I mean, it's just yeah. They're like the eh. son is unconscious the whole time. Yeah, she, yeah, he's in like the you know the intensive care ward here, and she's like, eh, I failed. I should have kept him inside. Blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. He's like, don't worry. The wife they basically describe is just sort of banged up, yeah. but they keep her there for like three days. Yeah. She's just, she's got a few cuts and everything. Yeah. You know, take her out in two or three days. Right. Nowadays, like you have a heart transplant. It's like, yeah, you'll be out here in 12 hours. Well, you delivered a baby. You're going home in two hours. Mm -hmm. Get up, walk around, (laughs) shake it off, (laughs) rub some dirt on it. Yes. That'll be $5,000 for the dirt. (laughs) Magic dirt. But anyway, so with her in the hospital, he decides it's time to go fuck up the boat. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. It's basically, it's time to kind of, Take the fight. Take care yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to go on the offensive here. So he decides he's going to sneak on this guy's boat while he's having a big old gangster party, I guess, where he's got like a belly, belly dancer going yeah. around and, and there's all these like a prostitute tanker. type chicks. Yeah. It's not even just like yeah. a yacht. This it's is like a, an, Yeah. It's a it ship. It's a tanker. <laughs> what was the name of it again? Something likes. Sandy likes. Some, some beside. Something likes. Yeah. But it was like Sandy L-Y-K- L-Y-K-E-S. Yeah. yeah. Tampa floor. Provided by the Likes <laughs> Brothers maritime ship thinger S- whatever really oh good the ship are you looking up trivia or are you just no no it was bullshit? on the it was on the credits oh okay special ah, thanks ah, for likes ah, likes brothers oh, shipping or something boat. okay <laughs> yeah yeah anyway this guy like we said he's living on a full-fledged tanker truck yeah whatever reason boat. <laughs> yeah boat <laughs> truck whatever um <laughs> yeah his plan is to basically first off we have to talk about how he enters the boat okay his plan is is there's one of those empty spools like a cable spool <laughs> yes. outside the boat genius and he takes kind of a running leap at it and then curls himself around the spool so that it goes rolling right towards the two bad guys that are guarding the uh the gangplank yes, yes. and they go what is this huh. and just as they like bend down to investigate he <laughs> pops up and punches them both at the same yes. time off this spool yes hell yes yes <laughs> just great yeah and th- this and, begins mm-hmm. the well, parade of dudes well this sets off the silent ninja alarm because for some reason everyone is now alerted to his presence even though there's no reason for it mm-hmm. but just one by one dudes are just running out like oh <laughs> and getting wrecked like like a couple dudes come down the stairs of the boat and he runs up and like kicks one dude in the face and he flips over the railing and lands like head first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's yeah, we chopping could, dudes in the neck. We couldn't even begin to recount all the awesome things he does here because there's a lot of neck punches and yeah. crotch kicks and but foots from off screen, which you know we love. Like, yeah, face slammed in yes. like metal doors. But like yes. the best part of it is like there's this one scene where there's like five henchmen lined up down one side of the room, and you see him on the other side, and he sneaks in and pulls out the dude in the back of the row, and then he sneaks in and pulls up the the next guy there. And he's just one by one, just he yanking these guys. Yeah, just yanking these guys off camera and forty beats per minute. Yeah, but what's <laughs> yeah. great is like he gets to the very there's two guys left, and he we very clearly because he's now up closer to the camera and mm-hmm. very clearly see him reach out and grab the one guy by the neck and throw him off screen. Well, yeah, and you just hear the... Yeah. yeah. And you. <laughs> and the great thing is the guy in the front just kind of waves like, come on, guys. Yeah. And, then, and then does the... <laughs> he turns like, around. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's nobody behind me except for a bunch of bodies. <laughs> and then he gets his shit wrecked, too. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of great. And then... Yeah, he wrecks about 20 dudes. And then, like, it does this weird thing, like, where... Well, the guys go into the main area where the bad dude... where main bad guy is and they're like we got a problem here right yeah. well there's this weird thing that's happening kind of like because the the evil main he's it's the weird thing is like he's the head henchman but he's like the biggest bad in the in the movie yeah 
because he's like the henchman to the to the actual crime boss guy, but that guy is just kind of a he's just the, jerkwad sitting in this weird living room thing. He's mm-hmm. the face of the organization. Yeah. But so he's kind of watching outside, and he occasionally sees people falling and you know getting their shit wrecked. Mm-hmm. And then That's like, right, he does look out the window. Yeah, he looks and out the window. And ninja backflip off. Of <laughs> yeah, backflip off this freaking freighter thing. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden the power goes down into this party room that they're in. Yeah, and then it becomes like the professional because all of a sudden it's like he's got the knife around his neck and he's just like. I want you to leave the Saito family alone. If you don't, I'm coming here to kill for you, and you will pray for death. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. And we all cheer. And then yes. he, you know, just like he takes that. the knife away and like disappears again. Mm-hmm. Well, but he gets oh, he one him last a cut on look. The chest. Yeah, he cuts him yeah. on the chest. Yeah, but he gets one last look at him, like through the porthole, and he mm-hmm. just gives him a dirty look, yeah. and then takes <laughs> runs him off. away. Yeah. Just a reminder. And that dude's reactions have been like, well, all right, game over. That's it. No. I clearly yeah. should not fuck with this guy. I mean, yeah, this guy has literally taken out an entire ship of your guys. Mm-hmm. So. But no, that well, just pisses him off even more. The weird thing is, it's like, I don't think he knows that it's, you know, Akira no, he, does, he thinks he, he thinks that family has hired a hitman. Right. That's that's the whole yeah, because lead he, up to the he, end. So his reaction to this. Yeah, because he kind of goes guy liner when he goes ninja. So oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And he does like a kind of weird scrunchy face thing. Right. And like, mm-hmm. and yeah. Plus, it yeah. was dark and everything. Yeah, and, and, and this kind of guy, all Asian people would look the same to him, most oh, likely. That's true. So, yeah, because he is horribly racist. There's yeah, a, lot, is, a lot of racism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone so, is horribly racist. <laughs> but his reaction is not, that was close. Maybe this is a bad idea. Yeah. His no. reaction is, you know what? I may as well just kill the rest of the family now and really send these guys a lesson, you know, send them a message, teach them a lesson. Yeah. And he comes up with this in like 45 seconds because mm-hmm. his, his goons are like, well, his two surviving goons are like, you know, hey, boss, maybe we should, like, flee. And he was like, no, watch this, and just whips out a knife and just cuts the shit out of his arm. Like, all right, what what are you doing? He does the down the tracks, not across him. Yeah, no, he knew how to do it. Yeah. So he winds up in the same hospital where the family is. Because mm-hmm. there's only one hospital in, theoretically, Houston. Houston. Yes, obviously. Sure. <laughs> so he goes there for a while. Bides his time, gets some medical treatment for like twenty five <laughs> minutes. He basically waits till after midnight, so like visiting hours so are over. Let it all right. hang out. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they just because they show them going to Saito, right? And he's he's playing cards with the mother and mm-hmm. the and the son who is not injured. <laughs> right, this is the, the son and who's awake. Like, and like it's time to go. And he's like, okay, 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 I'll see you tomorrow. Right. And so they go, and they go, and then this is evil guy. Mm-hmm. It's like arm Very arm is healed. Guy. Our arm is healed. Yeah. He's got a guy coming in to give it. He's like, I need a shot for some pain. You got anything? He's like, oh, I was surprised you didn't ask for it sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, fills up the needle. And as soon as he's about to put it in bad guy's arm, he grabs him and injects it into that dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, wow, what the hell did he do to you, man? Dude, well, no, basically he's just one down. Yeah, well, it was just it was sleeping juice. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's just the guy's just an orderly. So he put him to sleep, and then basically because he's the master of disguise, he wanted to steal his his uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so he gets the orderly's uniform so he can walk around the hospital. He murdered that orderly. I'm sorry. I, I, he's not a dude to put a he, dude to sleep. He did Maybe. recklessly he stab him guy. in the neck with some sort of unknown True. substance. So. <laughs> True. I'm not. I'm not condoning his action. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there was bad he, bad guy. Yeah. Also, yeah, we haven't anyway. even mentioned his name. His name is Limehouse Willie, which I just think is funny. I know it's like a '30s. You know, it's like <laughs> nah. well, he acts nah, like he's got like nah. the yeah. I mean, he's got like the Samuel L. Jackson Kangol yeah, hat. He yeah. is that guy. I mean, it's just and he's just shady looking. You know, yeah. he's just 
But he should not be he, this violent. No, he's no, well he, cast for this. But the he, thing is, the he, weird thing is, he looks like the dad from Wonder Years. I mean, like he doesn't look like he should be kicking ass at all. Bit, <laughs> no, yeah. but he, I think he's well cast. Yeah, I think he does a good job with just like being an evil fucker. Being basically. evil, mm-hmm. yes, but not. We're going to get to the point eventually. Well, yeah, where it's phys- sort of, physically, he yeah. doesn't necessarily look like it. No, but yeah. Yeah. but anyway, but he still works because I mean, at least he's a tall dude. Yes, you know. But anyway, so he's got the orders, orderly's uniform now. Decides to visit uh, Mrs. Sato, mm-hmm. who's comfortably sleeping. Yeah. And kind of just immediately comes in, tapes her mouth, and, you know, we, we cut away because uh, I'm thinking there would have been more here. Apparently, there's another cut of this movie. Yeah. That's not, other than the one that's on Netflix. Well, it cuts to him, like, washing up, and he's obviously very bloody. Mm-hmm. He has done something awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trivia on IMDb suggests that there was some sadistic sexual violence in this movie that got cut and that cut is apparently what's on netflix but i'm okay not seeing it i got the gist of what happened so yeah (laughs) all you know is yeah she's she's dead Uh uh-huh and he's not going to stop there because then he starts wheeling over towards where the kid is (laughs) right and they have cops posted outside the kid's door which weird that they didn't with her but he's like time for the kid's uh shot and the guy's like okay yeah whatever enjoy <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, the head, the detect- good cop, yeah, the good cop in the in the whole organization has shown up and gone. For whatever reason, he calls the guys outside the door, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, a guy just came in to give the kid a shot." He's like, "Stop him!" Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so a shot. Oh my god, no shots! I ordered no shots. Yeah, so they get there basically in time to. Well, the, first the cops bumble it all because yeah, get- they they bust in, and just as he's about to inject the kid with probably some sort of poison, mm-hmm. they clumsily kind of stop him and he just pushes like six cops out of the way yeah he the three stooges the policeman version Ugh. all show up and yeah. just bumble and stumble around and yeah shoot you know shoot wildly and miss in the hospital and he kicks all their asses yeah and just runs away and mm-hmm. kids saved and of course this is about the time saito comes back from having news and at this point he's just gone full he's just you know he's he's locked down like yeah. he's just like I want to see my wife. And he's like, hey, sir, you probably don't want to. He's like, I want to see my wife. <laughs> right. yeah, take me to my wife. <laughs> yeah. He's gone full Batman now. Yeah. Yeah. But so and yeah, then, he, yeah has, and he has this little like prayer slash vengeance thing where he's oh. like, I swear to you as a ninja. Mm-hmm. And like his kid what, comes yes. into the room and hears him just as he's saying, I will re- resurrect a, my ninja background. And the kid's like, oh, there's oh. a ninja. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> So and then he's leave. He, he like takes his injured kid mm-hmm. and the other kid and is just leaving the hospital. And the nurse is like, "Sir, no, he needs medical treatment." And the cop's like, "No, no, come on, protection, stay yeah. here." Like, I don't need your kind of protection. He gives him the whole speech. <laughs> about, well, yeah, he, he did protect my wife. I mean, I'm <laughs> not going to leave the kid here. And the cop really doesn't have a leg to stand no, on on this no. one. He's like, "We'll protect your son." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah like you I, protect my I dead see wife. how it works." And and the cop is basically like, now, sir, don't go take the law in your own hands. And you know, I am the law. <laughs> he's basically the gist of the speech he gives him, which is yeah. just basically like, you can't protect women and children, and uh, I will k- kill all of them. Mm-hmm. Cop's like, okay, then I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Right. Well, just the way he says it, that cop had to have shit his pants. Oh, yeah. Because he is just like, I'm going to murder everyone. Don't try and, and stop me. stopping me is the worst idea you might ever have. Right. But... Side thing to this, uh, along with getting the the, the restaurant slash cigar bar mm-hmm. sold to them, there was also some piece of warehouse property. It was a warehouse, so they could put stuff in. It. Their idea was is they go to the warehouse to camp out because the bad guys shouldn't know where, they don't that, know is. where that is. Except they find it right away. The cops, the cops, <laughs> the bad cops show up and they're like, 
Oh, you know, I think old man Mr. Green had a warehouse over by warehouse 34, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, let's go there. Let's go there. See? Yeah. So, yes. um, Flat top and (laughs) mumbles. So so we get kind of a we get kind of a training montage where Saito has decided not to take a sword that his dad was giving him. Mm -hmm. So he has to he begins literally forging himself a sword in this warehouse area. Yes. Now I really, just smacking a piece of metal for a few minutes. Sure. Looking at it but disgustingly. I mean, in the training slash gearing up montage, this is pretty epic because the dude is forging a sword. Mm-hmm. And he's doing some prayer things that I don't necessarily understand, but, you know, it's he's just... Dousing it's, himself with water. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on. Training, and, centering. Sure. Right. Focusing getting, yeah. his chi. Chanting. Yeah. Some stuff. Apparently he was ready. watching, you know, making himself yes. ready for murdering. Right. Yeah, my body will be clean. Yes. And then covered in blood. Right. So... The kid is also gearing up. gearing up for something. We don't know what, but he's assembling something. <laughs> His bike of wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah which His just, wonder bike. Right. Well, the, the mid-80s, man. That's when you put weird shit on your bike and it did wonderful things. Sure. He'd seen Megaforce. I know. No, he did as, as is shown very soon after <laughs> that. They saw the Goonies and, and his kid was I, like, I, I think it's more, yeah. more like a Goonies thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, the bad guys immediately show up. For whatever reason, the kid's out on his bike at right. like nine nine o'clock at night or whatever this was. Or was this the next day? Super early in the morning. Okay. Yeah, that's no, early. Yeah. The dad's like, yeah. I got to go. I'm going to go murder everyone. Mm-hmm. Take care of your brother. So he immediately goes outside to ride his bike. And that's just and um, As soon as they show up, they are trying to run this kid over. Yes. Like, they, that's the kind of fucks these guys are, is mm-hmm. they are trying to run over a child mm-hmm. on a bike. Yeah. yeah. So he unleashes, like, he's got like a smoke screen. And Mega Force smoke screen. <laughs> so the cars like crash into each other, and and they're just so they all just jump out of the cars he, and just start he's, he's running. Got a slingshot on the front, which he hits one dude in the balls with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Oh. And then there's this weird contraption where these two poles come out of the front tire. <laughs> yeah, and he trips as the guys the are running. The guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he also whips out some nunchucks. And he does the shit out of one dude. Yeah, it just starts beating the hell out of these <laughs> other two guys. Just yeah. like, well, <laughs> fucks them up. <laughs> yes. Really. Yeah. So yeah, basically, great. those guys are all taken care of. Yeah. Cut to now fully ninja up Saito with his crazy helmet and everything mm-hmm. on. Yep. Because that was the thing. He, forged he, sword. He, he denied taking the sword from his father, but he got this crazy samurai ninja helmet thing. Mm-hmm. With has, a star that, on Yeah, the has front. a ninja star right oh, in the so awesome. front of it. Yes. And these pad, these flippy pad things that go around and cover his mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because his mouth is sort of protected by a little... Like, he's got a little veil. Yeah, he's got a little veil and then it's like a, veil a metal to hide his shield. ninja identity. Yeah. It's his Vicky veil. He's Batman. <laughs> but yeah, he just sort of backflips over the front gate of the mm-hmm. bad guy's house, takes out those two guards, and then it's it's on. It's yeah, just like... He just goes through the place murdering everyone. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's a guy. Kill. And like literally gets down to the actual boss who's barely been in the movie. Mm-hmm has this crazy like giant version of a throwing star i mean it's like this ball with spikes but they're it's sort of circular i don't know if it has a name yeah, but the spikes are all like a foot long yeah. yeah i mean it's i don't know this evil ball cool. of spike death all i know yeah. is he, yeah he catches one dude in the chest with it and yeah. then the the boss he catches in the neck yeah mm-hmm. well he throws it like the dude with the chest he, he basically used it all like folded up or something yeah, yeah. just use it as like a spike yeah but this other guy got it full like a, yeah. like a fan, like a fan, and then it actually pinned him to the door, which right. then kind of like opens open a little bit, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. he's hanging there, I thought like someone was going to be in there, like oh yeah. shit. <laughs> but yeah, so the actual bad guy, Limehouse Willie, the the henchman bad guy who's been the shithead of the movie, mm-hmm. takes off from all of this massacre. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's got the money and the diamonds. Because 
He yeah. went. Seen he, early, there's scene earlier he where killed he killed the undercover the cop. cop. He killed the cop in yeah, the, yeah, in the he, fence. Yeah, which he just kind of was like, "I told you it was the dirty cop." Yeah, and he was like, "You also told it was the old guy <laughs> and the Asian family." Right. Yeah, you're just killing everyone you know, until you, you find you, out you, who had if it. If you accuse everyone, eventually you're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So good job. Yeah, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he he basically is immediately like he's got the money and the diamonds. He could just leave town. No. Nope. I mean, granted, you know, Saito is going to track him down come hell or high water i'm sure but his plan is not only should i possibly try to regroup and and, and skip town mm-hmm. he goes straight for the warehouse to finish murdering his family well, first he tries to run side over with a truck sure yeah to which he work flips over a couple of times yeah well yeah he because flips over it and then eventually ends up grabbing the rail underneath and just hiding under it indiana jones style that all kind of became a little weird and unnecessary other yeah, than the fact because that like, he did it during the day it was and very disjointed they still show it at night and yeah. he's still hanging on to the bottom of the car well i thought like he had gotten on the interstate it was like going cross country yeah I, I thought he was just gonna go to wherever he was hiding out you know like he was gonna go to colorado or some shit and then just when he arrived at his location dude was gonna pop out and I kill would him say based on the time of that he was under the car it was actually a lot closer to cape fear <laughs> well <okay>. because <laughs> He was under there for apparently a while, yeah. traveling under yeah. this car, and yeah. then all of a sudden decides, like, as they're still moving, I should climb up the side of the car and start punching at this guy, which... He got tired of riding around. Yeah. yeah. He just kind of gets punched and or hit, hit with the door or knocked off the car, and that's kind of the end of that, which... They just sort of... They arrive at the warehouse, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this warehouse is just a fun house of every crazy thing you could think of. I'm assuming yes. they were jumping into other warehouses, too, or something. Yeah, but each warehouse is its own fun house sure. of, of death. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> because he, I think he tries to threaten the kids, and that's when he shows up, you know, and they start fighting. Right. And I don't even remember where they go first. I mean, they're fighting in his own place I for think a they're in their own place, which has enough implements of death in it. It's sure. all sorts of spiky, weird shitters. Like, okay, this is going to end pretty good. But then I think, yeah. I think do they briefly go into the log-cutting place? No. The next thing, they go is straight the to the mannequin thing. I thought, I, thought I, mean, they, I thought they stopped in the log thing, and then they went to the mannequins, and then came back. No, they fight no. each other for a while in his section of the warehouse, yeah. and I mean, okay. it's pretty brutal. And then they go in the warehouse thing. Where, yeah, the, I mean, they do a good job of having these guys be pissed yeah. off fighting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're really going at it. And oh, they're they are 100% determined. I mean, these both of them have the motivation to want the other one dead, and they're acting like it, which mm-hmm. is refreshing for a movie like this. It's not... N- neither of them are just standing back, shouting, spouting one-liners or anything yeah, like God, that. Yeah, like, God, you, you compare this to last week's movie. Yeah. Where it was just, like, utterly, like, no yeah. stakes whatsoever, I'll, I'll kill no you. I'll urgency. I'll kill you as yeah. I'm backing away. Right. This one you. is, like, all urgency. Yeah. yeah. No talking, no anything. But so they get into this second warehouse, which is like a mannequin warehouse, which, by the way, creepiest fucking mannequin warehouse. There's a mannequin oh hanging from the ceiling and one with like its eyes spray painted over yeah. with, with like the spray paint. They're, they're as not tears. just, they're not just hanging. They're hanging from like dog chains. Yeah. I mean, around weird the shit. neck. I mean, like, it's it's this is like Tim Burton's mannequin factory. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to know up. who owned yeah, this. No. Punks have gone factory. in here and fuck shit up, basically. Yeah. So. This sort of becomes like the weird sort of like Hall of Mirrors type sequence where they're just sort of slowly stalking each other. And the, mm-hmm. the bad guy does the E.T. thing at one point where he's hiding amongst a bunch of heads, mannequin heads. Yeah. Hmm, maybe his is the wrinkly scarred <laughs> right. up one. I'm thinking that's. Yeah. Well, dude immediately pegs him. He's like, oh, also, there he is. Also slap. the one with facial hair. So right. mannequins tend to not have that. <laughs> exactly. So they fight around. They fight in that section for a long time. Yeah. And uh, then they end up in the in the logging district. Yes. <laughs> which somehow which as soon as you see it you're like all right yeah <laughs> we're yeah. gonna be okay here yeah the only thing that happens really in the uh, mannequin area is he gets stabbed in the leg mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But then that doesn't seem to stop him because he backflips up a, fl- a floor. Well, that's that's because he has this little... I guess there was supposed to be a thing where he's like he has flashbacks to his dad about telling him to forget the shadows of your past and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They will eventually kill you. And apparently the, you know, the wooden spike in the leg was something to do with that. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I was just saying, like, he has this weird moment of doubt or whatever, and he's like, oh, my leg, oh, my leg, and then he has this little motivational flashback. And, That's true. And all of a sudden, he's like, I can fight again. But yeah, yes, and then he, he's superhuman. Yeah, then he literally, you know, I mean, it's a reverse shot, yeah. but I mean, he literally backflips up to an upper, you know, upstairs area. Right. And shit gets real in this section. Yeah. I mean, dude dude comes at him with a chainsaw, mm-hmm. and that thing is on. And run it, yeah, like, yeah. That it's was... not just dubbed in sound. This thing is on. I mean, he. This is you know, seventy year old dude swinging a chainsaw it's at the star 70, of the. But... I know, but you know, swinging this chainsaw at the star of the movie. Um, good sound effects, That's too, hubris. man. Yeah, I really mean, it's just really. It even does the like the uh, like oscillating sound, like when it switches shots. Yeah. Like it's kind of reverses the stereo mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit. I mean, it's it's good. So I mean, there's a good chainsaw fight. Eventually, he gets the chainsaw sort of away from him. Um, and turns it off. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they start fighting on the actual conveyor belt of the you know the tree cutter thing yeah. <laughs> with the giant saw blade, and they fight a little bit on there, and uh, he's about to throw uh, Saito through it, and he grabs the ninja star off of his head and throws it onto the control things, which turn it off. Right. Then mm-hmm. they fight a little bit more. So again, it gets more and more brutal. Yeah, and eventually somehow he gets the upper hand and ends up. Taking, he has like these two spikes. Were they nunchucks? They were nunchucks with spikes at the the ends of them. Yeah. And he crams them in both of his hands and basically crucifies them to this tree log that's sitting there, Mm -hmm. takes the star out. And, you know, so the machine starts back up again and then just walks away. Yeah. Yeah. Because cool guys don't look at guys. Cool guys don't look at bisections. (laughs) Getting cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy's screaming, kill me. Just kill me. He's praying for (laughs) me. We're like, yeah. We're like, (laughs) He's going to kill you. You're going to die. Not the way you want him no. to go. Yeah. Just wait. And it's face first, too, which is just, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see it coming, which is just. Eh. Yep. And they just show the shadow. No, you saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. They show the shadow of it going towards the blade, right. and then it fades into a, a shot of the city. Yes. Happy. And then <laughs> the city saved. To, cut to them at the, uh, at the graveyard. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Burying the wife. Yeah. When the shitty little placard that she gets. Yeah. It's on order. It takes oh. a oh, Does that's it? That's true. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, it usually takes a little while to okay. get those. Just figure people own those things. Just have he should have gotten by. Amazon Prime. Yes. He would have had it <laughs> in two days. It's not like they already have your name on them for if you accidentally die. But how long does it take to go, you know, chisel out a little name? No, it's yeah. on meaning. How long does it take? Ask Owen Meaning. A long time. <laughs> it's Ask Jeeves. Type that in. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, the, the cop yeah. shows up the and just like, hey. Is, yeah, guys died, huh? There was a big massacre. Good thing ninjas don't exist. Huh? There's no. Uh, hey, uh, let me ask you something. You're Japanese, right? Yeah. Are there uh, ninjas? <laughs> the kid's like, dad, he's watching too many ninja movies. Ha ha ha. It should have freeze framed like, 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 yeah, like a Captain Planet cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then he's just like, well, see you around and gives him like, oh yeah, found this and gives him a ninja star, the one that. You know, From the helmet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, see you around. Yep. Credits. <laughs> if you see that ninja, tell me probably shouldn't come around this town. Give him a high like, five for me. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I yeah. wish he had said that. Yeah. No. Yeah, credits. Mm-hmm. And then we rate it. I'll go. Okay. I will give it four jocks. 
I think this movie's a lot of fun. Uh, it's awkward it at times, and parts of it are not filmed very well. Um, and I think the midsection of violence is more satisfying than the end. But for a fucking ninja movie, there's a lot yeah. of fucking ninjaing going on. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's poor jocks. Yeah, I'm I'm so teetering close to a five. I really am. Like, I fucking love this. It's and really good. It's just... I think it was lacking a little bit of violence, and I mean, I'm almost, I'm almost curious to see this other cut because I don't necessarily want to see the torture violence aspect no. of it, but I'm wondering if it like literally cut out some blood sprays and things like that. Like, I don't need like ultra crazy blood condom splatter type things, but I mean, it's just like some of them. It was like, okay, so there's a bloody ninja star in the guy's forehead, but mm-hmm. then he gets sliced across the chest, and it's like, eh, yeah. ow, yeah. yeah. So it's it's some weird stuff. So yeah, I think I gotta go to four. Yeah. But it's it's really yeah. Good. I mean, I was I was close to five as well, and I remember saying during the movie, I was like, "This guy is so evil. There's just no death that is going to be satisfying enough." But I think it was. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think they came I up with a pretty damn satisfying was. one. Yeah. I think the only but, way it could have been better is if it was actually the 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 firework wheel of fire thing. Like, <laughs> like that that guy didn't deserve it as much as this guy. No, did. yeah, like, no, that guy. I almost feel bad yeah, for him. The, by showdown, the, time the fireworks. The showdown off. in Little Tokyo death should have definitely happened to this guy. Yeah, yeah. that guy I mean, should have just gotten. Yeah, else. I can't think of any antagonist that deserved to die worse than this one does. Because even the guy in Eye of the Tiger, like his whole gang was bad but it's like you didn't have that just sheer hatred of just him well because that guy wasn't doing everything yeah. he was yeah. just sort of Whereas like ordering- this guy is like i'm going to find your children and murder them <laughs> right just like your wife and yeah. punch your kid in the face yeah personally yeah. and then hit him with the door yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and somebody that noted that guy's actually the writer of the movie as mm-hmm. well yes oh. so bj uh four jocks as well all right for previously stated reasons <laughs> You guys have explained all the reasons this movie is for jocks. I do not need to repeat yeah, that. It's pretty awesome. It's yeah, it's really good in that way that we like. I would. I mean, it's it's one I would like to watch again. So I would like to try to find maybe this uncut version See if what it exists. I can do. Yeah, just just to compare. Yeah. Right, anyway, let's take a break. <laughs> okay. Stop this madness. Welcome back. Hey, hey, podcast. Hey. Second half. Half number two. Sweet. Brought to you by two of two. The second half. Splunge. <laughs> what? And donations Splunge? from corporate sponsors and listeners like you. Yeah. All Thanks, right. everybody. Tote so, bags are in the mail. Uh, movies. Totes bags. <laughs> Chuck, I'm curious what you watched because you said something about movies we've talked about before yeah i watched uh i watched the movies via amazon on my wii u um, wii u <laughs> you <laughs> just go? broke all of everything what yeah happened? it's good to see you found a use for a wii u yeah, i did that's the wii u to stream r-rated <laughs> movies hooray Ooh, yeah but only between 11 p.m and 3 <laughs> will it not let you stream unrated movies i don't know i didn't try oh i should watch like body of evidence or something yeah um no no come on madonna and william defoe no. getting it on wax who doesn't want to see that <laughs> <laughs> Me, um, <laughs> humanity yeah i know okay so i watched like the expendables 2 okay hey hey that is a movie it is a yeah movie. uh it is an absurd ridiculous movie however i will say that early on when they launched a motorcycle at a helicopter i was like 
all right, that's what kind of movie this is going to be. I'll go with it. I'm fine. Um, it is a badly written movie in terms of dialogue. Yep. It is painful at times how bad the dialogue is. Well, like we've said, we figure, especially in Arnold's case, mm-hmm. it was, where's this line? Why am I not saying this line at some point? You know, <laughs> it's like, it's that sort of thing. Probably. It's got to be. I would think so. Because some of them are so terribly shoehorned in, but it had to have been something like that. But it's not even that. It's just like scenes where like random, like, okay, we have to camp here for the night. Let's, let's cook our food and let's, let's all ask each other a crazy question. Mm. And then all our answers will be stupid and generic and we'll all mock each other. And a Motown song will play on the radio in the background. And that will indicate that we're having a good time. And it's, just all generic as hell. See, those are the scenes. I didn't mind those scenes. I, I, I like the hanging around, not killing dudes parts of movies like that. I do too. I just don't think they're written particularly well. I don't Maybe. think that yeah. any of these guys are given any kind of character to work with whatsoever. And I understand that's not what these movies are about. Yeah. I'm saying that's what they could be about sure. because I think this, I think the scene where Jean-Claude and his tr- crew shows up for the first time and totally fucking humiliates Stallone's group. I think that is great because mm-hmm. his group needed to be taken down a notch because they were all fucking assholes. They are just running around with impunity, just murdering dudes and saying the worst, stupid, cliched shit and all thinking that they're hilarious. And these guys needed to come in and say, stop it. Lay down in the dirt <laughs> while we kill the youngest guy in this movie <laughs> and deal with it. That needed to happen, but then nothing came from it hmm. so i mean i enjoyed it it the action stuff was good it's just the dialogue is so bad although i man and knife is probably my favorite thing of the last five years i've even though that was in the trailer i oh, still it's... laughed my ass i'd forgotten it was in the movie and then when i saw him in the outfit i was like oh this is that scene yes he's gonna that say that is it. one i wish they hadn't spoiled i that is such a great line so mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. I will embrace that movie for that. I don't like it as much as the first one. I think the first one, I think the action in this one is better, especially dudes getting wrecked because they're actually getting wrecked. It's not all just CGI splatter put Mm -hmm. in in post. But I think as weak as the story was in the first one and as weak as the bad guys sort of were in the first one, I think the first one is just a better movie, really. And the director's cut is even better. Yeah, first one. I picked that up recently. I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I need to watch that. It's too. subtle changes, but it's it's good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my so many of my issues with that movie are logistics. Mm-hmm. As far as like Jason Statham films, like three scenes with everybody else, and the rest of the time is off fixing a truck He's or doing a truck, his own dude. thing. Yeah, like there's a lot of that, and yeah, and, and like the writing beyond the dialogue is just the Deus Ex Machina stuff. But I oh, covered sure. that a while back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that movie's such a disappointment fucking appointment yeah god it just uh it bums me out thinking about it again it really does i never thought Thanks, it was chuck i'm sorry i just i never thought i would be upset that chuck norris kept showing up it was just like go away they already fucked up your first entrance by playing the fucking clint eastwood music which doesn't make any sense in relation to your character and then he just keeps showing up it's just like go away get out of this movie stop doing it you made arnold just say a terrible line because you were standing next to him go away Arnold just looks and who's next Rambo it's the worst line ever it's just <laughs> no. terrible oh there are much worse lines no I don't know I'm back and then shoving a giant cigar in his mouth is pretty good 
Uh, what I, else you got? Ice to see you. Um, bring, us, bring us happier things. Speaking out. of ice to see you. No. I watched The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're bound to that. go somewhere much darker. <laughs> no, than no, that. I watched those six months ago. Um, yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. What did you think about the feel-good hit of the summer? Uh, Dark Knight Rises. I... It's all right. <laughs> it is not my favorite. It is all right. It is not my favorite Batman movie. Um, it is not my favorite Christopher Nolan Batman movie. As a matter of fact, it is my least favorite Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Agreed. I I like a lot of the things it does. I think its pacing is wrong. I think it's way off at times. There's no Batman in this Batman movie, which is a little odd. When, why no where go Batman? <laughs> exactly. What happened, Batman? Batman not in this movie. Batman, why not Essence Batman, of in, Batman in this movie? That's it. <laughs> He's in it a little bit. Just, <laughs> Batman. Spritz some bat spray around. I just think, you know, like... Uh, I'm the essence of Gotham News. Having a chunk of your movie have Batman in exile, fine. That's thematically interesting. I appreciate it. Having two sections of your movie with Batman in exile, eh, I think we're pushing it. What is he, Napoleon? I, I think I just think you're pushing it in a Batman movie to have two lengthy lengthy scenes of Batman just being non-existent. I think that's wrong. So I get I get the theme of it. I get that he has to rise, and I get the whole mm-hmm. I get the whole arc. I get it. I think it just takes way too long to get there. It does, and it doesn't fill up that time with a lot of interesting things. The movie has a lot to say. I just don't think I'm interested in hearing a lot of it. Yeah. There's a, I can't argue that. There's there's a lot of that just fuck the rich mentality in this movie that never gets resolved. And I feel odd about that. It 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 doesn't seem to fit in with the the Gotham that was sort of presented in Batman Begins as this thing that's worth saving. Because now yeah. the city is pretty much shown to be just fucking disgusting. It's like, hey, people, there's no cops anymore. Go out and just take whatever you want. Go ahead. And yeah. they do. It's just, just it's uh, gross to me. You know, it, it, the beginning too. I, I, I think it's a misstep having him like retired and a recluse in the beginning of that movie because it's like I didn't even the death of his parents did that. spurs him to become a crime fighting superhero. The death of his girlfriend spurs him to become a shut in. Yeah. What I, I don't know. I mean, it. I and you know, and I never bought his relationship with Droopy anyway, so it wasn't like. <laughs> That mattered either. That probably adjust my feeling on that a little bit too. Uh-huh. But it's we still it's it's just <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I mean, mm. I understand the necessity for Batman to be gone. I get that. Yeah. But for Bruce Wayne to go recluse didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And he didn't go full on recluse. He just grew a goatee, a goatee, uh, grotee. and <laughs> he grotee himself and. And hug out in his bedroom all day. You know, that just, I don't know. There were, there were just things about this movie that rubbed me the wrong way. I still overall liked it. I, I did not like. <sighs> I, I, no spoilers, Chuck. Okay. Obviously, there's a bad guy in the movie who may or may not get his. Oh, yeah. Because that tends to happen in these movies. The way that the bad guy gets his in this movie is fucking dumb. It's almost like a joke. Does he just get like it is, in the like, dick? It's it's the equivalent of that, basically. It, it's it's being built up Batman to like godlike the status, rises. and then all of a sudden, like you know, a gnat bites him, and he's allergic to the gnat, and he's dead. 
It's it's oh, like a computer virus for aliens. So what you mean? Don't okay. <laughs> or maybe the water kills them. It could be the water. So you should come to this planet. Seventy percent water. <laughs> anyway, maybe the common cold killed all the aliens too. It could be. Hmm. These are all. These are all possible Vague aliens. Spoilers. Yes, maybe it was a poke in the dick. <laughs> Could have been that. Actually, weakness. I, I am going to take that segue. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Um, have at it. So, speaking, speaking of, of aliens, poking. Speaking oh. of poking in the dick, um, I watched a movie. I watched The Watch. Yes. Oh yeah. You watched The Watch. I watched The Watch. Who watches The Watch? So, the the um obviously the the segue there is we're talking about aliens and aliens invading. Oh, so. The main reason I, I changed my mind and decided to watch this movie, whereas it didn't interest me all that much before, mm-hmm. is the director. Because I actually just previously, I'll, I'll briefly mention that I watched the movie Hot Rod, which I think is sadly underrated and also kind of a weird little tie back to the very first episode of the Bathcast. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod's awesome. Yeah. Hot Rod is a great, great, great movie. And if you haven't seen it, give it a chance because that movie honestly only gets funnier every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Akiva Schaefer of, of The Lonely Island also directed The Watch. And oh. I didn't realize that when it was in theaters, or I might, might have actually gone to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the movie is a lot better than I think everyone thought that it would be from trailers. Trailers made it look like garbage. Yeah. No, the watch is actually pretty good. Huh. Um, Weird. That's the thing about that movie and Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod is like that humor is tough to translate into snippets yes. of It's not of as out trailer there. Stuff. Hot Rod is definitely way more out there in the random factor. I mean, that's what I love about it is that randomness of just cool beans. Yeah, we're, yeah, the cool beans thing and just random music, musical montages and things like that and just shit like that. This this doesn't go that far. It has moments of it, mm-hmm. but never goes quite that far off the like, let's just break the fact that this is a movie kind of moment. Yeah. Like that the Hot Rod did constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, the watch is way, way, way funnier than I thought it was going to be. And they have some amazing lines that are like almost instantly quotable. Like when they're basically unveiling their neighborhood watch uh, logo that first Ben Stiller plays the boring guy, the, you know, the guy who starts it all and is like, I'm very my the book and everything sure. like that. Shocker. And Vince Vaughn comes in and is like the, let's fuck shit up, man. The wild and card. The yeah, Vince he's, Vaughn character. Well, he's, like, he's actually not even really quite the wild card. That's actually Jonah Hill. But, uh, <laughs> but yes. Which um, Jonah Hill is it? Uh, it's the in the middle Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. It's, so n- neither fat nor thin. Right. Okay. Yes. He's not. Yeah. Okay. So post-surgery plumping back up to his normal weight. Sure. Okay. He's in that weird, he's heavier than 21 Jump Street, but still not fat Jonah Hill still. All right. But yeah, but he's unveiling the logo and he's basically like turned it into a tiger with wings and flames and shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) I just, the the description of how they're trying to sell Ben Stiller on the new logo that he has designed is just one awesome line after another. All right. So. Yes, I would I would highly recommend this movie and if you have seen it you'll understand the segue that I was making earlier. Are there cameo appearances? Um like I don't know. I just like movies with cameo appearances. There's a very brief one. Celebrity dicks to be poked. <laughs> There's a very 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 brief one. Okay. And yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great. I'm so, in. To both your questions. Yes. Super. That's what I wanted. I'm in. So yeah, it's just it's it's one of those movies that I think everyone would have looked over, you know, looked over and been like, yeah, great, another Ben Stiller movie, whoopity freaking do. But it looked like Tower Heist to me, and I said, I don't want to ever see Tower Heist. Well, that had Brett Ratner behind it. This has one of the Lonely Island guys. And All right, sir. So there's a little bit better pedigree going on there. Okay, for comedy, agreed. So 
All right. Yeah. It, it actually turns into, like, I was just expecting it to be one of those movies where it's like, oh, this is a comedy. We didn't throw any money at it. No, it goes a little batshit crazy with I alien I kind of wondered about that with the premise of it, yeah. how far they were going to go with that. I, I appreciated this in a in the comedy alien genre much better than, I mean, not that I didn't like Men in Black 3, but, like, it's way better than 2 and 3. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. I kind of liked 3. Two's, I, I kind of like 3, too. I'm just saying this is better. 2 like, is barely a movie. Exactly. It's barely <laughs> it's long. It's just the same movie. Barely long enough to be a movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But no, give this a chance. And now that it's out on video, you can. Sweet. Easily. I will do that. And I have one other one. All right, quickly. then. Um, I may hold... I, I thought about holding off on talking about this movie until I actually go back and revisit some of this director's other movies. Because I have a weird love-hate with this guy's movies. And I want to kind of do a little bit more research. But I... In the random Netflix adventures, I was like, I remember not liking this movie at all. And every once in a while, I do that. Like, I'm going to see if I feel better about this movie now. So I watched the movie Identity from 2003. It's a great movie. Yes and no. <laughs> um, Fight. So James Mangold is who I'm talking about. And yeah. there's always something about all of his movies. I really like them. And then they do something wrong. And I can't. I can't forgive the rest of the movie for some reason. Mm-hmm. The only one that I think I have an exception to is I love 310 to Yuma, the remake. I, that's mm-hmm. damn near flawless to me. Yeah, that movie's awesome. Um, everything else I looked at his, I was like, there is always, I always have a problem with something in your movie and I can't get over it. For me, unfortunately, for identity, it's the ending. I think the ending is dumb. I, I, it wasn't, Are you talking about like from the twist on? I just, even, even the twist. Okay. Um, I, I, I hesitate to even call it a twist. I mean, I guess it is a little bit. Oh, I would say it is. I don't know. It's kind of a cop-out, given the fact that all the weird shit that's going on can be explained that way. Sure. But... I mean, I, I will say it's a twist, because it's funny. It had been long enough that I hadn't seen this that, like, I thought it was something else as I was rewatching it. Like, I forgot what the twist was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think it was this. And I'm actually, like, picturing it and trying to play it out in my head, like, as if it were something right. else. But then, like... It's kind of a twist, and, you know, twist movies are what they are, and if, if, if you don't like the twist, you, you know, you obviously can kind of lose somebody on the movie mm-hmm. from the beginning, but then it goes, like, another step further to, like, twist on top of a twist, and that's really dumb. <laughs> like, the twist on top of the twist is just stupid, stupid, stupid. See, I don't even remember that. I um, remember the twist. I don't remember the second yeah. twist. But, like, everything else about this movie, like, leading up to it, is a fantastically made movie. Yeah. Like, absolutely fantastically, like, almost Hitchcockian level fantastic movie Mm -hmm. the atmosphere uh, even the acting from people some people that i don't necessarily like in some movies is great Mm -hmm. um just good casting good stories going on and that just great way of revealing characters it's like it's like a masterfully made movie and then it's like it's kind of like you know you just you kind of lost me on the twist and then you have this extra little twist that's just like okay that was just really dumb and i think that's (laughs) what like left me the bad taste in my mouth about this movie well movies like this are dependent on that they're all going to depend on the resolution right so but yeah, I mean, it's it's better than I remembered, but I still have a problem with the ending. And it's not quite... I don't hate the ending so much that it hasn't hit the Dark City level. Like, Dark City yeah, is... that's a great movie. See, too. Dark City is a movie that I loved. I think I've said it before. I yeah. loved three quarters of the movie. And as soon as it starts to go twisty, I'm like, fuck this movie so hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just... I, I hate... I think that way too, but the other way. <sighs> I'm like, yes, <laughs> no, sex just, with this movie. It's so good. No, just like I cannot express how much I was loving that movie. I was happening and then like how much I turned on it when the twist happened in Dark City. But luckily, I did well, the Dark City one. There's no way to see that insanity coming. There's really no way to see it coming in an identity either. 
I no one I've never in seen identity, year. so I don't. Okay, know, well, okay, but I'm I can not understand why you hate that twist because it's not. It feels like a cheat. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, in Dark City. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the least thing you're expecting in this. I mean, this I don't know. There, there's definitely signs of it. I think if I watch it again, you're looking for it. Yeah. I, I knew what to look for, and I think it, it it's a plausible twist. Um, but yeah, like I, I wanted to go back and rewatch like Copland because I had a very negative reaction to oh, Copland. So good. Yeah, like I, <laughs> again, like I, I just remember coming out of that and being like, Ugh. like that was built up to be the next big, you know, Pulp Fiction-y type, oh my God, drama with, you know, resurrecting stars and things like that. Yeah. Again, again, I'm going to, I'm going to rewatch it. This is on, it's on Netflix. I'm not judging you. Yeah. So I, I, I'm giving, I'm, it's, I'm basically doing my James Mangold, you know, second chance thing here. Fair Cause enough. Because there's other movies of his, I, I mean, I just straight up, I, I have no defense for him. Like I, I could give two shits about like Girl Interrupted. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> and he made that fucking. His wild card movie is Kate and Leo, Leopold. Yeah, it's like, wh- how the fuck did they rope you into making that, dude? I think that was a paycheck movie. I guess had to have been. Yeah, because everyone he has everything, that. Yeah, everything yeah. else he did is just like, okay, you're you're making movies, and then it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you make Kate and Leopold, but then I mean, Walk the Line is good. I don't really have a problem with Walk the Line. That's a that's a passable biography movie, but yeah, dude works. Yeah. I mean, he you know. I think now he's producing uh, Vegas, which is a pretty yeah. good show. Well, he's the one doing the the Wolverine. Oh, the you know the third reboot, the Quasi. dark and gritty reboot. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> the I mean, it's got a little something on me. Like I, I like I, I almost like want to not like the movie just because I wanted to see Darren Aronofsky's The Wolverine so bad. Yeah, <laughs> just because I wanted that guy to finally make a fully commercial movie just to see what would happen. I mean, the wrestler is closer than anything else he's it's ever done. Still not a fully yeah. commercial movie. Yeah, but I'm just saying like. I just wanted to see see him go full Hollywood just to see what he would do. But mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think we, we've discussed we both like Night and Day a lot better than it deserved to be. Night Did you that yeah. too? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I expected it to be absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Though yeah. it doesn't know when to end. No, it doesn't. It, that's its problem. At least it didn't end The first the half twist. of that movie is so much better than the second half. Yeah. yeah but I mean, the first half is great. Yeah. The first half is fantastic. I mean, really great. Like, this movie does not deserve to be as great as it is great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's one. Like, if I ran a studio, I would have chopped that movie in half mm-hmm. and put more of everything in the first half. Yeah. You know, make that, make something from that into a better conclusion. I'm kind of already. That movie, like, loses its way. Well, and I'm kind of mad at. Whatever his next, uh, whatever cruise is it? Jack Reacher is that the? Yeah. I can already tell that that's not going to be smarmy Tom Cruise that I enjoy, like the night and day version of Tom Cruise. It's just going to be Tom Cruise shooting people in the face, and I don't want that. I want I want the night and day Tom Cruise doing stuff. Mm, no, I, I recently I recently rewatched Collateral too, and that's oh God, I love that movie. That movie, I know you you must just not like Michael Mann, right? I don't like Michael Mann, but I've never seen Collateral. Oh. You I should probably, watch Collateral again. That's probably not the one that's going to make you turn <laughs> to like him. I don't know. It can't turn me anymore against him. <laughs> okay. Collateral's so good. Hmm. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't argue that. Yeah. I don't know. That's all. I've watched other random movies, but those are the ones I felt like talking about. We have emails, right? We only got two in they're short. Okay. It's kind of we like. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first one we got from a uh, a new listener. Hi. I don't believe he's emailed us before, but it's James. Hi, James. He says, please consider. Jim. says, was just going through some of my Netflix instant. A movie I think would be right up your alley. I sell the dead. I would give this movie three jocks. 
Which this is a movie. Um, okay, I believe I've heard of this. Yeah, it's got Dominic Monaghan and it's got Ron Perlman. Yeah. So having Ron Perlman already gives it a leg up. Ooh, mm-hmm. Hobbits and Hellboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my. But what it is, this it is movie a about? horror comedy. Oh. Tagline: Never trust a corpse. I and get a, it. a grave robber reflects on his life of crime. Hmm. And it's by one of the guys who made one of the segments in V slash H slash S. I believe that's just VHS. Well, there's a different movie called VHS. Really? Okay. Yeah, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was just being clear on which oh. VHS it was. Okay. But I yeah, get it. He made, he made a Tuesday the 17th segment in that one. Alrighty. But yeah, horror comedy. I always like a good horror comedy. I like a good horror comedy. If they're good. Too bad they're rare. I know. But yeah, I mean, Friday it's worth a shot. Good. Six rating on IMDb, by the way. So Six jocks on IMDb. I don't yeah, think they use exactly I don't it. think they use jocks. Oh, they should. We should write them a letter. <laughs> yes, we'll petition them to get it to uh <laughs> please to implement changed. the jocks bag system. Yeah. And this one uh we got another from Steve B. Steve B. Steve B. Hey, Steve. Stevie B. Um he sent it in last week. He it came in right after we finished recording, unfortunately, oh. so we didn't get in. But I uh, so said, close, Steve. He said uh he was listening to last week's episode where Mackie said, watching all three Lord of the Rings extended movies in a row would be foolish. I figured I'd mention the marathon AMC theaters were running that week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a week before Hobbit. <laughs> he says, any guy, any chance of you guys thinking of taking on this challenge? <laughs> no. Fuck no. I, I sat through the extended two towers in the theater and I wanted to die by the end <laughs> of it. I've done the Oscar thing back when it was only the five, you know, when they only had five Best Picture nominees. Mm-hmm. I did that one day. It took me like three days to recover from that yeah, day. No. Yeah. It was a horrible I can't idea. Even, I can't even imagine doing that. Like, I think the worst I ever did was I, I one of the anniversaries or whatever, I actually decided to go see Gone with the Wind in the theater. Oh, God. Because like, I was like, I've it's never like seen... hours. Yeah, I've never seen this, and mm-hmm. it's in the theater. Why not? At least mm-hmm. it had an intermission. It did. Right? Yeah. It did, but yeah. Jesus God, like four hours in the theater seat is just yeah, bad. My friend and I thought that we would have an intermission at Two Towers. No. Nope. Just nope. kept right on rolling. Sweet. I was like, son of a bitch. Should have had the disc break. Yeah. yeah. But you know, there are plenty of times in the Two Towers that you can just get right up and take a break. <laughs> miss nothing. Sheesh. Anyways, <laughs> he says, from the reaction you guys had to Chuck, it sounds like a resounding no. That's correct. <laughs> You're also, right. It's not also, that we dislike it. It's just, I God know, it's just, that's, you just that's, It's too much, too much Hobbit. Movies. I think, you know what? You might want to run a 5K. You don't want to run a marathon. Right. Sure. That, yes. You have to be ready for a marathon. Pace yourself. I, I think, actually, I think that even worse than The Gone with the Wind was um, <laughs> going back to Star Wars Episode One and the excitement therein. Uh, Prior to it happening, what? mind you, mm-hmm. we were all jazzed. No, don't lie. I'm not lying. We were jazzed. Um, mm-hmm. We bought, we went to midnight showing. Yeah. And then we bought like 11 a.m. the next day. And we bought like five uh, o'clock the next day because we were like, fuck yeah, we're going to watch the shit out of this movie. Yeah. And I was like, I paid money. I'm still doing it. Even after <laughs> oh, like time two, I'm like, oh. <sighs> like time two is like, God damn it. Why do I <laughs> keep know, hating this movie more and more? And then that by time three, it was like, motherfucker. <laughs> that happened with me too because I got tickets with a couple of my friends, you know, pre ordered them, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got preview tickets for the show like the Tuesday before. Ooh. So I got to see it early. And then I still had the tickets for that Why Friday. You, you probably could have sold them outside. Mm-hmm. For money. Oh, I, I should have. But I, I felt I didn't want to send my friends knew. in. Like, like, I, you know, I had to tell my friends. Don't expect too much. <laughs> I'm like, the pod race is kind of cool, and the fight at the end is kind of cool, and the rest is kind of shit. 
Well, and the, they're like, no, it's Star Wars. What are you talking? I'm like, that's the thing. I've I, watched it. I remember from that time that there was that inkling of buzz going around where people were like, you're going to be disappointed. And people were like, dude, it's Star Wars. Shut up. That was that was almost more disappointing was the fact that I was like, I've seen a Star Wars movie before anybody else. And I can't tell people it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like that hurt almost more was like I was sitting on this man this you know and, and there was part of me that was trying to convince myself that no it was actually it was probably pretty good i just i'm not used to the characters it's like no time has proven that my initial reaction was exactly yeah. correct well, i was saying time in the theater that was i mean oh sure star wars what they're like two and a half hour movies at least right? yeah. yeah so i mean yeah. that was three times in 24 hours and uh, yeah my plus it was all trade negotiations my ass hurt <laughs> yep but yeah, he wanted to know if for several reasons. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, to wrap up, Steve said he wanted to know if any of us are seeing the Hobbit in fancy IMAX 3D 48 frames per second. And the more I hear about that, the more I don't think I want to do it. Because I'm going to go do it. I've heard <laughs> just to piss everybody off. I've heard reports. It. I've heard reports of it doing the slow up speed down thing that you know, like the smoothing on certain TVs does. Mm-hmm. When it looks too smooth and suddenly like things will move faster than they should and then they'll slow down. Great. Apparently, I don't know if it's because the projectors don't have the memory to keep up with it or something. I don't know. But apparently this is an issue that people have reported that have seen the 48 frames per second projection yet. I have full. I firmly believe that theaters are not equipped for this. Yeah. Well, if you go see it in an IMAX theater, it's a IMAX projectors or film projectors still, aren't they? No, no, they've no. all changed over to digital. I yeah. believe so. Fuck. No, but the actual, the, no, yeah, the no, real IMAX. I, mean, I think these are still anyway. platters. I think the, these are still not at no, not at like. Uh, I don't think I'm pretty sure at like the well, we the one real quote unquote IMAX theater we have here. Mm-hmm. I think switched to digital. Yeah, I think because okay. because they, they did the reason they didn't have. 3D before is because they had the old film oh. one and they couldn't do okay. it. And the fact that they're throwing showing 3D things now yeah. means they had to switch their projector, which probably means they went digital. Well, I know they have IMAX projectors that are that are basically you know two projectors, so they can have do you ever 3D. Seen an IMAX projector? Yeah, they're like bigger than like three Cadillacs. Yeah, they're big. They're ginormous. <laughs> but yeah, well, I know our local. They showed how they're made on how yeah. it's made. <laughs> yeah, the local theater here, the uh, local independent, has said that they they're trying to raise money to get their digital projector because they're saying like they just can't they can't survive on film because they're having so much trouble getting prints and it's probably expensive it it opens up a lot more avenues for movies for them to be able to show well i'm thinking which is sad that they have to do that too i'm thinking instead of like trying to find an imax theater or or going down to our quote-unquote official one i'm thinking going to like our cinemark xd because that comes up and it says like you know 4k projection all that i'm thinking like that if any projector is new enough to do this fancy schmancy whatever right yeah, it's probably and the 48 you can only get in 3D. Like, there's no way to see the 48 in 2D. Okay. Well, that's why I was kind of... I know wa- you're, like, opposed to 3D a lot of the time. No, no, no. So I mean, I'm throwing that out there. I, that's why, when everyone kept saying 48K, I was like, does that mean because you're basically doing two projectors that, like, it's 24 and 24, or is it literally, like, 48 and 48? I mean, because, like, isn't that basically how 3D works, is there's two projectors going simultaneously, one for each eye? Depends. Usually? Depends. The processes okay. are also different. And yeah, it depends on my point was simply that... I just have a feeling that, I mean, you're already splintering the market with the 2D, 3D thing, and you're just, so many people with so many different experiences with 
different ways to view movies. I think it's bad to just keep splintering the audience like that because you're going to get some people whose equipment is set up properly and you're going to see it the way it was intended to be seen. And it's going to look great. And they're going to get other people who whose projectionists don't know what the hell they're doing and it's going to get fucked up and you're going to have a miserable experience and you're going to get it on Twitter and say, so you're going to say the Hobbit sucks, you know, it's, it's, yeah. and it's well, sandbags well, your movie. Hasn't, that sort of thing kind of plagued the film industry yes. for eons. It has. I mean, but what I'm saying now is that now you've got nobody has three projectors to show. Yeah, but now ben you've Hur got 2D screenings. You got 3D screenings. The uh -huh. 3D screenings have this new technology look to it that's even different than regular 3D. You've got you know the 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 4K is, screenings. You've got it's just. I think it's a time of flux, and it's it's just something. We're not at that point where it's settled out. We had a long period no, where, where just, things were all just this fucking same. And now they've injected some new technology and everything's still up in the air and hasn't, and you know. To me, this, all this stuff says is that yet. your movie is not strong enough to, to go as a movie. Yeah. Eventually, what's going to happen is the yes, same. Yes, no. The people same, are we're gonna have toying the same, with technology. We're going to have the same blowback they had like after the 50s with CinemaScope and Cinerama and all this bullshit things they were trying to do to get people to stop Go, you know, just watching TV. Mm -hmm. They were like, "Come back to the theaters. Look, we do different stuff now. It's bigger and greedies." And make, I mean, make good movies. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Is like that's why the, there was the uh, influx of like actual quality filmmaking in the sixties. It was like, you know what? What's going to get people back in the theaters is making good fucking movies. Yeah, and that's what we're doing. I mean, we have we have ninety percent popcorn bullshit three D blow up things that are just stupid. Mm -hmm. You know. Hey. I, no, no, I'm, just, I'm not Your saying mouth. blowing up things stupid is in the wrong stupid. Ways. They're yeah. stupid in the wrong ways. I mean, like I, you know, I don't want to see Prince of Persia, and I don't want to see like some derivative battleship movie, and you know, what I'm saying it's like we've come up with we're in like the uh, the William Castle market now, where it's like spine tingling action yeah. in the shocker, <laughs> and now you have smell of vision. You know, I mean, we're in that market again. Yeah. You know, and it's going to hit this flux where like. Suddenly, you know, it's like, hey, we need to bring in quality filmmakers. Now, granted, that's what's so beautiful is when the two cross. When you get something like the Avengers and, and Skyfall, it's like, hey, if you put quality Skyfall. people behind a, a thing and you can still make it big, mm -hmm. but it can still be good. Mm -hmm. and, and they're starting to realize that that's what was happening in the in the early 60s is like, you know, that's why you had people like Kubrick getting handed Spartacus and things like that. It was right. like, maybe we need to get quality filmmakers making these things. And well, like with uh, Scorsese, with that movie that you liked that, you know, didn't necessarily need to be 3d or whatever it was hugo yeah yeah but you get a fucking film master to make one of those things and they make a pretty fucking good movie mm -hmm. you know yeah, it's no it, surprising it it's not wrath of the titans you know it's it's right and the only reason wrath of the titans made any money is because they slapped that 3d bullshit on it yeah but apparently it was pretty good too right i liked it <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true I, i'm going to wait to talk about it but i watched the first i watched clash of the titans i'm I didn't get a time to watch Wrath of the Titans, but oh. that'll be coming. So, give my opinions on more yeah. movies we've already talked. about. Wrath's a lot better movie. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Sweet. So yeah, I'll, the only other there's thing that long said, ass answer to that. Yeah, so, yeah. short ass question. He also no, said we're not seeing it. He wants there to be <laughs> an official drunk yeah. Mackie segment starring BJ. Apparently, you had a drunk Mackie voice. Oh, I've already bad. forgotten about it. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That yeah. was really good. Okay, I'll I'll guess I'll. Which I episode? enjoyed it. You don't want real don't drunk Mackie. I suggest we do contact information and get the hell out of here. Okay. Check us out on the web at www.bmfcast.com. Send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Check us out on Twitter or Facebook slash bmfcast. You can also find us on iTunes where you can subscribe, rate, and review. Search for bmfcast. We like rates and reviews very much. Very, very much. You can also check us out on Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices, which will stream 
our happiness and joy directly to your ears, making you happy and joyful. And finally, most important thing that you could ever do in your entire short existence on this giant blue marble is give us a call on the Banffcast hotline, 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 9105569263. Call, leave a message, be edified. You can call if you're immortal too, though. Like if you're a Highlander or a vampire or Dorian it's Gray. Still a short existence. Sure, right. Let's get out of here. Yes. Please. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs>